that unmute button. How about that? Uh, we got you now, buddy. Man, that little mute <laughs> button's a, a, a slippery dude down there in the yeah. corner. <laughs> Hard to see sometimes. That's right. Hey, man, uh, happy Wednesday. Hey, happy Wednesday to you too, buddy. Good to see you. It's been a whole week. It has been an entire week, uh, and a lot happened. I've been seeing your TikToks, man. You, you, you're like a TikTok star now. Hey, listen, we're gonna talk about TikTok. Let's talk. Let's talk about some important stuff first, though. It's been a week, uh, and and yeah. so what else? What else happened in, in a week, man? The 49ers have beat the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field. Jesus. Kind of a big deal. Headed to the uh, NFC Championship to play the Los Angeles Rams, who the 49ers have beat twice this year and have beat six times in a row. Just for the record, so that'd be uh, nice, man. Yeah, I'm a 49ers fan. Yeah, people ask me all the time, like, hey, man, how are you a 49ers fan? Uh, and, and so I want to answer that so everybody can hear this, okay? So how's Cannon a 49ers fan? Well, here's the deal. When I grew up, I was born in 1987. When I grew up, the 49ers were a freaking dominant powerhouse. Um, it was Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, then followed up by Steve Young, just winning mm-hmm. winning championships, mm-hmm. winning Super Bowls. Um, and here's, here's what the other thing is this. The Tennessee Titans, they didn't exist. That wasn't a thing. They were the Houston Oilers, okay? So I grew up as a kid watching my 49ers play, uh, watching my 49ers win Super Bowls, watching them beat the Cowboys, watching them beat the Packers, and I became a fan. It was like 98, 99 when Tennessee uh, first got the franchise from the uh, the Houston Oilers, and I just made – I just I just stayed with my, my team, you know? So yeah. that's you how it happened. Shit. Yeah, man. So I always say, hey, look, all these people that live around me that are Tennessee Titans fans, they either are new to football, which is okay, that's good, you know, or they were a fan of a different team and, and they jump ship. So, uh, well, look, man, let me get to the let me get to the formalities before we get started. This is uh, Ken. What side are you on? Ken and my fence life. Um, Go like our Facebook page, guys. We're going to be trying to stream through it so we can read y'all's comments. Uh, we also, we're on YouTube, My Fence Life. Go to MyFenceLife.com. You can hit Canon up through our emails. You can fill out a form. Hey, I want to hear about this. I want to learn more about this and so forth. Um, also, you can hear us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, mm-hmm. Audible, Stitcher, Google, all those, man. Go check us out, and uh, we appreciate all the likes and subscribes. And, uh, Dan, did we get shared to the other pages tonight? Yes, I shared to a bunch of pages. <clears throat> so we're testing it out this week, see how that works. I already see uh, uh, my son Dylan popped in here. What's up, guys? I like that. We can see who's talking now. Yeah, so the benefit of sharing to the My Fence Life page we can see the name and the and the and the profile picture of the of the commenter. Exactly. So, what you want to talk about, man? I know man. I've been heavy on some stuff. Yeah. So, what do we want to talk about, Dan? We want to talk about automations. That's going to be the the, the key point. The guys, listen. I have heard from Dan um, this week. Probably how many times have we talked in the last seven days, Dan? Ten times, maybe. Yeah, I've been hitting you up with random texts and emails and 
You've been my guinea pig. Yeah. I've been so, testing new automation out on him. I've been testing automation out on Blake with uh, the fence guys. And then uh, Blake Baham, I think his last name is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, testing automation on Mark Olson because Mark's setting up his system like mine. So I want him to see what he's capable of doing. I've had a lot going on, man. <clears throat> Finally got my, um, I used to call it a contract, but I'm being told to call it an agreement. Mm-hmm. Not a contract. So I just got my contract or my agreement. See, I'm trying to change up my uh, verbiage. My agreement back that I had a business litigation attorney, a civil litigate litigation yeah, listen, attorney. I have heard from Dan. Oh. Um my normal attorney, they've all come through this thing to just not only to protect me, but to protect the customer. So they know that. Hey, this guy is going to do what he says he's going to do, you know? So that's been an expensive uh, venture. I haven't even gotten all the bills in from it yet. But anyway, I got that going on. I've been doing all my automation. And I've been dabbling on business credit. So I got a bunch of bunch of irons in the fire. I'm working on the back end of the business. I'm trying to let Dylan run the front end. So I've got so, uh- crazy amount of automation so look let's let's talk about the highlight man let's talk about um two things let's summarize this whole this whole conversation in two things so automation i have heard dan say automation um at least at least a couple dozen times in the last week since i've talked to you you all last uh, and so what is automation uh I, i've been thinking about this myself what is automation automation is is the american dream that's the definition of automation if you open up the 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 dictionary and look up automation it's gonna say the american dream and automation is simply collecting a paycheck without having to do all the work is that fair yeah all right so i've been thinking about this dan uh and mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna participate in this conversation with you about automation uh and, and the things that we've done at jackson fence company to create automation uh but i know you and dylan have been working hard this week and i want to kind of hear uh, and I know everybody wants to hear how this is working, what is it, uh, and how do we add it to our business. But I want to tell you first what I've been working on. Your boy's been working on TikTok. Are you familiar with TikTok? Yeah, Cam. <laughs> Listen. You've been getting some killer views on that too, man. Man, look. Check them out. People, people even comment and talk to you on TikTok. Did you know that? I am excited yeah. about TikTok. So I saw uh, you today, man. You were using that new Evo pound and post. Just yeah. walking like you were walking the dog, man. Just going down the fence line. Boom, 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 boom. It was it was it was nice. It was nice. So I think we I think Cannon froze up or I froze up one of us. Um anyway. Uh yeah, that Evo is pretty badass, man. I'm enjoying it. Watching you work it, watching you use it. <clears throat> uh, I don't know, guys. I think we uh, think we lost out. I think we lost Cannon. Cannon's our host. So whatever's going on over there in Madonna, Tennessee, has affected the uh, program today. Hopefully, Cannon's got it up and running right. I'm over here talking to myself, Cannon. I'm back though. Yeah. So anyway, um, 
Yeah, man, that Evo is killer. Really, oh, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's hard. It's it takes it takes a long time to get used to. It's uh, man, it's got a lot of options. Can we say that? Like a lot of yeah. a lot. Yeah. I don't know how many. Wow. 14, 15, A lot of stuff going on. Uh, so it will give you some anxiety for like, you know, the first few times you use it, because uh, there's just so many different things that you can do with it. Um, but yeah, so TikTok and automations. Uh, so I've got mine out of the way. <laughs> Uh, so Dan, let's let's talk about automations. Let's talk about. Uh, I wanted I wanted to start my automation back in uh, August, mm -hmm. and I was starting to figure out workflow, every aspect of the business <clears throat> that I already had on my boards and on my workflows. I started going, how can I automate this? So I got a Google Doc that's like you know thirty pages long with all these automations that I had in my mind that I wanted to do. But then when you start doing them, you start realizing you don't need as many. And then you start realizing in some places you need more. So we got right as of right now, and we still have some left to do. I've got 44 automations. Some of those automations have three automations within it. And when I say three, It'll be something along the lines of it sends the customer a text. It sends the customer an email and it moves it through the workflow. So uh, we've got automation set up to where then some of them have four automations. Not only does it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. I'm already, I'm already confused. So let's. So you're saying when the customer is, is dealing with the fence king, they may or may not be talking to, to, to a person. There may be a. Well, the emails are emails. They look like someone. It looks like a template. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. the text messages we're sending, they all I got them looking like somebody just picked up the phone and shot them a text. Mm -hmm. So people were literally commenting. Uh, Wow, I just got off the phone with you. You know, almost they feel like they're talking to somebody. Now, we'll say this. When I first did the text messages, they were real template looking. And I put on um, one of the Facebook groups, hey, how much automation is too much? And one of the guys said, man, you can't let those text messages look like a robot. And I was like, mm -hmm. look, I had to go back and rewrite them all. <laughs> you know, so. Um, that makes sense. So yeah. when, when, does a, when does a customer first become like worthy of an automation like when does it happen uh about i mean as soon as they call so customer calls is kirsten hey kirsten with defense gang here you know what can i do for you oh you know i need to get a fence blah 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 okay let me get some information from you okay well my name's miss smith my email is this my address is this my phone number is this blah 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 Kirsten's like, what kind of fence you want? She's, you know, typing away. All right, you want to replace your left front, your right front. You want a double gate. You got a dog, blah, 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 crazy neighbor, all these notes, right? And then Kirsten goes, all right, well, look, let me tell you how this works. When I get off the phone with you, I'm going to shoot you an email and a text message. And within that email and text, there's going to be a link. Click on it, and you can go to our virtual fence designer where you literally pull up which is basically my salesman. We uh, we coined the phrase virtual fence designer. Mm -hmm. And um, 
You go to a virtual fence designer, it pulls up a aerial view of your house, satellite image, trace your existing fence, pick the kind of wood, gates, boom, 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 shoots out a budget. And we've gotten, I would say, a 90% of, oh, wow, that's cool, man. And then we get 10% of, ah, you know, I'm really not that good with computers. So Kira's like, well, if you want, I can go ahead and do it for you. Just give me a second. She opens up My Salesman, copies and pastes their information in, pulls their house up, and she'll be like, oh, you got a trampoline in the back left corner and a red car in the driveway? Oh, yeah, sure do. Okay. And then she's got her notes right there, and she'll go ahead and measure, pick the lumber, put the gates, pick the height, go through it. And she's like, all right, you'll have an email. So the customer gets an email with a budget. She tells the customer the budget. Usually she knows right there. Hey, the budget's between five and 6000 or whatever. Oh, that's too much. That's just too much. Okay. All right. Well, it's too much. Conversation stops. Never even makes it to a salesman. And she's like, yeah, you know, that seems doable. All right. Well, perfect. I'll go ahead and... Uh, Get this emailed over to you, which she doesn't realize she's already been emailed. And um, Kirsten goes ahead and drops her into, um, we got a follow-up that's, you know, within budget with a question mark. Drops it in there and, shit, six minutes later, she gets a text message. Hey, congratulations, you got a, you got your fence budget, you know? So let me ask you this. So... <clears throat> Hmm. All right. So you're using a uh, you're you're using Job Nimbus, uh, which I would argue is probably one of the more popular CRMs. We also mm -hmm. know you're using Simply, yes, um, for your phone voice over IP. Is that is that is that how you say that? Yeah. Okay. It's a so so the my salesman does do these automations know if they've done their my salesman process if they completed that? Well, the way we have it set up, yes. Because, and the reason why Cannon's saying that is Cannon texted me and he was like, WTF, how the hell does this thing know I didn't do my, my salesman? Yeah, so let's start there. So so Dan put me into this damn automation process. And I've been getting texts all damn week uh, from Kirsten. Well, that's because I've been moving you around. Usually you don't get as many. But I'll move you here and then I'll move you here and I'm waiting for you to respond and see what yeah. you respond and like, we don't uh, have it set up. We have it set up usually three days, then four days, which will be a week. Yeah, and so I got the I got the link. I got the link to my salesman. And then like the next day, or maybe two days later, it was like, three "Hey, days. yeah, Kirsten here. Um, I see you haven't completed your 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 online virtual fence designer yet. Uh, if you've misplaced the link, here it is again, or whatever. You know, right. I was like, man, how does she know? So." <laughs> That's what I'm curious. Like, so Kirsten's job is she gets up in the morning, she checks text messages, checks emails, and she opens up my salesman. Oh, so then she's sorting it. She goes, so then she goes in that report and she's like, uh, okay, Billy Joe Bob. Uh, okay, well, he's not even in our system. She adds him into our system, drops him into within budget. Now this guy's sense. like, oh, wow. You see? If Cannon's name's not on there, she doesn't touch Cannon. 
And Cannon just sits there and simmers. And if he's there for three days, he gets moved to follow up. Mm-hmm. The three day follow up. So and we need uh, we need to talk to Matt Warner and Rachel, and they need to allow my salesman to integrate with Job Nimbus, right? That would be great. But I know they're on a look. Um, my salesman is very, very, very affordable. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's literally with the price of gas right now. It's a tank of gas, tank of diesel. Um, and with that being said, their budget, I think, for software and, and, and development is limited, you know. But, yes, it would be great if it integrated with Job Nimbus. Um, yeah. You can export the reports into a CSV and then import it back in the – we just we're not doing that right now. Mm-hmm. We're, we're 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 looking at some workarounds. Uh, Zapier doesn't really work like we want it to. It takes their information and doesn't put it in the right place. So we're playing with it right now. I got Benji on that, and we're trying to get that handled. Um, but I will say this: it is a it is working tremendously well, and I've done some I've done some research on it. So I'm going to read this to y'all. Yeah. So job members automatically comes with automated emails. I think HubSpot does and a, a lot of these other guys mm-hmm, mm-hmm. automated emails, which is great. But and they're easy to find, they're easy to set up, I think. Right. But you know what I find is great for? Inner office communication. Mm. Because when Kirsten bills somebody, I get an email. Cannon Johnson's bill has been sent. And I'm like, all right. Cool, because I know that job finished today. She got that bill sent out. Or I get an email, Cannon Johnson, Cannon Johnson needs his measurements verified. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, whew, somebody's ready. We got to go measure this, go check these measurements, make sure it's right so I can get a contract done. And then my salesman gets that email. Well, actually, he gets a task that shows up on his calendar. Cannon Johnson needs his measurements verified and mm-hmm. the tag creates an email. So he gets bombarded. He gets pops up on his calendar and in his inbox. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, from, from, from one click. Yeah. By yeah. Kirsten literally just moving somebody into another. So, 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 uh, all right. So here, here's the big win and everybody has the same problem. What's the, what's the hardest problem in fence or running a business? It's dealing with all the people, all the requests, all the questions. Oh, everything, man. All so the we, tire kickers. We're putting hyperlinks in the emails, uh, hyperlinks in the uh, text messages. Mm-hmm. We're covering all our bases. All the questions we're always getting mm-hmm. is in the text message. But look, this is what I want to read you, man. This is this is pretty phenomenal. And this is coming from HubSpot, mm-hmm. which is a huge um, – CRM, not one I use, but it's comparable. 28 to 38% of emails are opened. That's How it. much? 37%? 28 to 33%. So just call it 30%. Okay. 30% of emails are open, and it's 90 minutes before they're read. Oh, so an hour and a half, only 30% are read. Mm-hmm. Now, if you do a campaign where they get bombarded with emails, and when I say bombarded, I don't mean every day, but 
you got a campaign. It's called a drip campaign. Then they might get an email on Monday. They might get an email on Friday. And they might get an email on the next Wednesday. When that happens, that percentage gradually goes up. But it's not it's not a lot. Mm-hmm. Guess how many text messages are opened? Percentage one. Oh man. Ah. Over 90. 99% of text messages are opened up. 97% of them are read within 15 minutes. Pretty awesome. So you might have a CRM that has emails and has automation, which is great. But if you don't couple that with text messaging, you're not getting everything you can out of the automation. And then not only that, it's been proven that if you send somebody an email, but then you text him and say, hey, Cannon, just shot you over an email. You asked him, I just shot you over. Uh, hold on. I think one of us says, uh, hey, hey, it's Kirsten. Just wanted to let you know. Mm-hmm. We just emailed over your estimate too. And you can plug in the email address. Mm-hmm. That Your percentage of that email being done shoots through the roof. I don't have it, but Dylan was now people are looking for hey a lot of emails go to spam, you know? Well we're gonna get to that. Yeah. And that's the other that's the other thing I've got on here that uh um uh SMS less than three percent of of uh we're we're going off of America. Less than three percent think text or spam. Eighty five percent of emails consumers consider to be spam Mm -hmm. so think about that so yeah emails are great but they're really i i feel like emails are good just to have a a thread hey i communicated with this customer you got all your documents you got everything that you're supposed to have blah 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 but i can grab any of my friends phones and they got ten thousand unopened emails Really right. You know, Pepper, she's got so many. I, I sit in her emails and I unsubscribe for her, you know. And, and a so, lot of people, man, if you're not, I would say, like, if you're not actively in a business or, or, or if you, if, if you, if you have a job and email's not a, uh, a thing, you know, there's a lot of jobs, people that build fits. Yeah. You don't need an email account, right? I mean, they just, there's no reason that to, to what are they doing with email? You know, you have it to you have email to create uh logins to different apps to different uh things yeah, on I mean, the internet. I was, talking, you know? I was talking to one of uh one of my competitors, one of my local fence companies, talking to the owner. There you go. He said, Dan, he said, Man, what, do you realize I got five people to do what I used to do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got one person that just opens emails all day. I got another person that's got to sit there and just answer text messages. And I'm like, yeah, man. He's like, you and I, we used to do all this out of our truck with a notebook. He said, I got five people that do my job that I used to do that I've done for the past 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, hey, so- look, uh, Nathan says he would rather get a text. Uh Mike Spencer says he doesn't open his email unless he's looking for something. I would say email has its place. And I think in what we do, 
creating a proposal, corresponding with a customer. Like me personally, and this is just my preference. Everybody has their own. I prefer email. You know, if I'm going to have a, a professional conversation with somebody and we're going to talk details, you know, I like it to be in my email. I can, I can, I can label that email. I can hold on to it forever. You know, uh, but I don't know why I can, I can, I can include attachments to it, but you're right. Texting is fast. It's easy. It's simple. And everybody has their, their phone in their pocket. Well, and the thing is, everybody is texting everybody. So they want to clear that notification. Because if it's not clear, they're not going to see mm -hmm. when their friend texts, it's going to get lost in all these numbers. Mm. So they want to clear it. Oh, shoot, I got a text. Well, how did they know? Because it was cleared and now they got one. They got a notification. Um, the other thing, too, is uh, with, with emails, um, I see, uh, well, my Dylan, he said, e e my, my son Dylan said emails are for the older crowd. Look, if I got somebody with AOL, Yahoo, yeah, Ymail, I can tell you right now, I'm emailing them. That's how getting open. It's an older crowd. They sit down every morning, check their emails. You know? Um, so I, I feel like the email portion is nice to email to people mm -hmm. and I'm finding that it's better to have a phrase and we use Kirsten for everything. Hey, it's Kirsten just following up. And then we use bullet points. You know, the bullet point will say, was this within your budget bullet point? If it wasn't, would you like to speak to a salesman bullet point? We possibly could, come up with a least a less expensive fence because some people you know they want eight foot tall cedar captain trim six but by the, six coat and the whole idea dan i mean it's it's just to like if i could summarize this it, it makes the the, the 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 experience it makes it consistent from customer to customer uh it takes the kind of mundane task or or the repetitive task and it it just takes it away from you you know uh, well, and that's true. So now it's freed up Kirsten where she can do my salesman's with people on the phone because she's not exactly. following up with, you know, Jesus, I, I don't know how, how many people we have in our leads or, you know, or in our estimating workflow. You're not, replacing, you're not replacing people. You're, you're enabling those people to do bigger and better things. Things that, yeah, not doing the mundane things. Yeah. You know, I like the automated emails for the inner office mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because we don't i'm looking at i don't know if i told you this man but we're looking at uh, an actual brick and mortar office so we can all be in the same spot but right now you know my salesman zach's on the road kirsten works from home mm -hmm. dylan sometime in the office sometimes at home i work from home inner office email lets me know that everybody's doing their job you know, and, and and that's that's what's good. But I'm in front of my computer all day. What other automations do you have, Dan? Uh, for as in in my workflow. Uh yeah. Like what else? Uh... Well, I mean, we 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 don't go out to jobs and, and measure without charging. That's why everyone is funneled through my salesman. 
I mean, think about that, man. I got a software that costs a little bit more than a tank of gas mm -hmm. that I'm running, you know, seven-figure operation, and every one of my customers is funneling through it. <laughs> through something that cost me a tank of gas. So once once we send them, you know, within your budget and we have a follow-up program, we follow up, we drop them in there. Is it in your budget? And then after that, it takes over and we wait to hear from you. And man, I'm sitting at my desk and I got notifications popping up on my bottom screen. Yes, I'd like a salesman to come out. Yeah, I'd like to get a more detailed quote. And I'm like, and that's all and that's all based on the automation. Yeah, it's people responding to the text message that the automation send it. I'll get a text message will come across and uh would like, yeah, that's in my budget. And I'm like, Dylan, you talking to that person? He's like, I don't know who that is. And I pull up the text and I'm like, oh, another automation response. So uh, we we've got some automations too. Uh can I tell you about ours? Is that all right right now? Yeah, go ahead. Look, I strongly believe in follow-ups. When you give somebody a proposal, you should not just let that person. That should not be the end of it, right? I think follow-ups is the easiest way to integrate proposal or what is it called? Automations into your business. That's my opinion. So what we've done is is when we send a proposal, uh, and again, we use Job Nimbus. I think Job Nimbus is freaking phenomenal. And I'm I'm hearing more and more and more people are switching to Job Nimbus which is only yeah. going to make that system platform stronger and better as now, you know, as, as more people use it. But so for us, it's all template based. Just like you said, when we create that first proposal to, for somebody, not only is the proposal, the form of it, you know, uh, a template, they all look the same. They just have different numbers and different words. The email is the same. And like, there's very minimal typing. That's what I like about job. I don't have to type in, Dan, I have your proposal attached below, blah, blah, blah. You know, it already knows. It already knows your name. It throws it in there for me. You know, I click, 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 click. We're Kristen clicks, you know, and boom, it's done. Uh, Dan, you said it best. What would you say? We're fence guys. I'm not tech. Hey, we're fence guys, man. We're not, we're, all right. There's fence guys and there's Joe Everest. We're <laughs> not expert. We're not Joe Everest. Fence guys <laughs> who has a production crew and yes, you know, yes, all that good stuff. Let's um, uh, so anyway, um, you know, the 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 emails are great, man, but and and and, and they've got to be they've got to be uh, uh, they've got to look like you just did it. You know what I mean? It can't. Sorry, guys, I'm looking at my phone since we lost everyone. I wanted to, I was just getting ready to turn my camera. I set my camera up to where, uh, to where, um, y'all could see. Anyway, as they move through this workflow, man, I'm telling hey, you. Uh, hey, Dan, one second here. Hey, if you, if you found us again, first of all, sorry, we have technical problems sometimes. We're not, we're not, uh, you know, computer audio people. Hey, if somebody will hit the share button and shares back to like the fence professionals network or somewhere else, uh, we were having a freaking great conversation about automation that got cut out. Uh, so Dan, Hey, listen, what I was saying though, uh, before you rudely ended our broadcast, 
So yeah, we got our we got our follow up set on seven days for the automation. Now I fully believe this is what I was saying is that the, the that the salesperson should pick up the phone, should type in a text, should type an email, whatever is working with that customer, whether it's phone, text, email, whatever they're. We should meet people the way they want to do business, right? If they want to text, we should text them. If they want to talk on the phone, we should talk on the phone. If they want to email, we should email them. So, however, we've got ours set up on seven days. And we do six because the seventh day, at the end of the business on the seventh day, price may or may not still be valid. Is that your automation is on day six? Yeah. And it says, okay. hey, by end of day, hey, just want to let you know. Um, we know this has been six days and mm -hmm. tomorrow your price may not may or may not be valid and we might have to you know look look at the salesman might have to review it yeah and ours is set up as a fail safe so I don't honestly I don't want the computer to follow up I prefer that the salesperson do it. now was this was this last week that you and I were talking about Lowe's and the uh, protection plan the uh, Yes. Listen, yeah. Yeah. Aut automations, right? Yes. Automations and, and 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 the computer just following up with with customers via text, via email, will sell freaking fence. We'll get uh, leads scheduled into appointments. Will work. And uh, this is what I was saying last week is 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 that I've seen this firsthand. When I worked at Lowe's and I did that for ten years, I've told everybody this. We used to sell these extended warranties. You've been to Lowe's and you bought a drill and the cashier said, hey, do you want this warranty? And they usually will say it with, with little faith. Oh, do you want the warranty? No? Okay, cool. Let's move on. I have to ask, right? Mm -hmm. Back in the day, we know this is data that, that Lowe's would track. The, uh, the self-checkout would always beat, would always have the highest close rate on the extended warranty. So you take all the cashiers and you take all the self-checkout. The self-checkout would close a higher percentage of extended warranties. And it's all because of one thing. Because it consistently asks. Absolutely. It's and a computer. It right it's there. a robot. If you stand that drill, that computer has no emotions. It's going to ask you, do you want the extended warranty? Well, and the thing about it is it's not a human going, hey, you want the extended warranty? Eh, no. They're looking at a screen. You want the extended warning? And they click a button. Yeah, it's and they're, they they probably interpret it better because they're reading it. Yeah, it's crazy, man. So, uh, so yeah, we we put those automations into our business, and another automation that we added as well, uh, we call it onboarding. When a customer calls and they want to get set up on our computer system, they want to they want to move. And get a quote on the fence, right? That's how we. Hey, this is this is Sally. I'd like to get a quote. Okay, Sally, let me get some information from you. Name, phone number, email. That those things we call that onboarding. Okay. When that customer's on the phone, we do all this work, and we 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 create a uh, a file. And as we're as we're creating that file for that customer, we're looking for what's what. Where do we put them next? We want to put them into appointment scheduled. That's the next step. OK, mm -hmm. um, so we want to put them there. Uh, I've seen this so many times and, th and this is just normal. This is going to happen as long as we're talking on the phone about emails where we we misspell their email. Mm -hmm. And so it might be Dan 1969 at iCloud.com and we put Dan 1969 at iCloud.net or 1968 
or right. whatever, or we left out the underscore. Emails are weird, yeah. man, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so what we're doing is once we have that information and we put it into our system, an automation happens then. And we don't have the VOIP. And Dan, I hope that you're going to help me get that set up. Um, yeah, well, the problem is with the email, if you got the email wrong, they don't get the email. They don't get it. It doesn't work. It's pointless. It's fruitless. Well, with our phone system, we can't get the phone number wrong. Yeah. So, so you can send that information and say, hey, just want to make sure we got your information correctly. Uh, this is your first name, your last name, your address, your email, your phone number. If anything doesn't look right, let me know. We'll get it changed in our system. Right. And we mess up. We're humans. We, we spell our name wrong. Uh, we spell it with a K when it should have been spelled with a C, whatever, you know. Let's just get their mm -hmm. stuff right. Yeah, it's um, so the text messaging has helped tremendously with that. And our phone system helps with that because when Kirsten's talking to them, mm -hmm. all she does is copy and paste the number they call from and mm -hmm. drop it into job members. So it's almost it, it, it's it, it's it's dummy proof. I mean, if you mess up the phone number, we got a problem. Mm -hmm. You know, and the only way that so, she can mess it up is 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 by fat fingering or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and if she's gonna mess up, it's gonna be name. It's going to be address. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, look, we're going to get that figured out. Right. You know, um, but like I was saying before, uh, we before we got kicked off or whatever, we 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 charge fifty dollars to go out. So if the customer comes back and says, "Hey, that you know this price looks good," oh well, perfect. Let me tell you how this works. Mm -hmm. When I get off the phone, which I'm going to go ahead, shoot you an email and a text message with a link so you can go ahead and pay our $50 on-site consultation fee, which is credited to your estimate. I mean, if, if somebody's got a seven to $8,000 budget and that's what it came back with on our virtual fence designer, mm -hmm. um, you're going you're gonna to be giving me four grand in the next couple of days. You can't give me 50 today to come out and make sure everything's right. I mean, I had a guy today wanted us to do a, a gate operator. Needed fence and a, and a gate and a gate operator. Sure, you know, 50 bucks will come out and look at it because we can't do that on uh, on uh, the virtual fence designer. He mm -hmm. said, $50? Well, yeah, 50 bucks. Oh, never mind, never mind. Okay, because I'm, I'm about to hit you for 10, 12 grand. <laughs> you know, you don't want to spend 50, you know, and do we do we possibly lose some customers that way? Yeah, but it, the, it, it outweighs how many we do get. Mm -hmm. it, it's incredible, man. So um, I want to kind of switch gears, but what else do you have regarding the automation on the customer side? Well, I mean. I think the thing about it is, is uh, it, it's been a game changer, man. It, it really has. I can't get over how it's starting to streamline things and how we are. Uh, I feel the office is kind of in tune. It's almost like we're becoming a really well-oiled machine. There's no mistakes. Not a single customer is falling through. Um we even have it set up to where, you know, we, we're following up 30 to, and 60 days later with customers. 
And I mean, I had a, I, we get texts all the time come across. The automation hits, and we get a text. Oh, so sorry, I got busy. I promise I'm going to take care of it uh, tonight when I get home from work. Mm -hmm. We didn't do anything, man. And was, everybody sees that text in our company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When that text comes across, everybody can see it. And so, so when Dylan is talking with a customer, he's using one number. When Kirsten's talking with the customer, is she using the same number or is it showing yeah. as a different number? They, they have an extension. Uh, it's like extension. Uh, yeah, I can look at it right here. Um, Dylan's extension 1003, Kirsten's extension 1002, I'm extension 1004, and Zach's extension 1004. I need, I'm getting new glasses this week. Hey, look here. This is my, my boo here. Yeah, not Kristen says, let me say, now that we have started sending out the automations when they schedule the appointment, I've had numerous customers say how much they love that. And they have no idea it's an automation. But, but the thing is, yeah. I, I've seen it too. Like, hey, thank you so much for the professional service. And I'm sure you see the same thing, right? Um, we have to figure out on ours. Like, it happens immediately. So I'm like, well, how in the hell do you not know it's an automation? <laughs> like the moment that we hit that button while we're on the phone with you, boom, an email pops up, you know? Well, that's why we did a six minute delay. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't, we don't drop them into it. To make, it look the make it look real. Yeah. yeah. We do a yeah, six yeah. minute delay. And also we do a six minute delay in case we accidentally drop you into that slot and like, Oh damn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, what she's saying though is we when we schedule that appointment, we send that email to the customer about, hey, make sure we get your address right. We've all been there. You have the wrong freaking address. You put sixty nine Charleston Street and it's seventy nine or whatever. And you're like, man, there is no sixty nine. Where is it at? Um. So, uh, what am I saying here? Oh, another 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 automation we have, Dan. Too, we use a. I don't know what what you use for scheduling, but we use a program called Set More. It's an app, and it's like Google Calendar. And Job Nimbus has his calendar. We might eventually start using Job Nimbus, but for whatever reason, we use Set More, and um, it's just a scheduling app. And we can, I have my schedule. Kristen has hers. David has his, and we can lay them on top of each other. We can kind of see what each person has for the day, you know. Right. Uh, but one thing that's cool is. When we set up an appointment with a customer, uh, the customer just like we're talking about automation, they get they get a uh, they get an email or a text, you know, and then they get it. Uh, Kristen, tell me if I'm wrong here. Like 30 minutes prior to the appointment, so if you and I, you know, we set up an appointment for Friday at at, at 9 a.m. or Friday at 8:30, um, that customer's getting a text. You're getting a text. Hey, Cannon's on his way to your house. You know. Just a reminder, because we've all had that happen too. You show up, and and the, the person you're you're supposed to meet, they're not there. You feel like you wasted your time. Yeah, the grocery, yeah, yeah. And you're like, man, I should have charged that fifty dollars that Dan was saying I should have charged. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, that makes it that fifty dollars makes it nice. But <clears throat> see, we don't we don't do that. We do windows. We do two hour windows that we're gonna come. Sometimes four hour windows. We'll be there between twelve and four. Like the cable company. Well, I mean, you'll sit there from 12 to 4 to wait on your direct TV. You'll sit there from 12 to 4 to wait on a plumber. You'll sit there from 12 to 4 to wait on the AC, man. And yep. guess what? You're paying them $125 to come out. That's right.
So, hey, uh, Tony Thornton's here. Uh, Tony Thornton, uh, executive director of the American Fence Association. Dan, just a quick shout out for Fence Tech in your home state yeah. in about a month. Uh, I think I tell me if you know any information about this. You either have to have a vaccination card to get into the the places where you can eat, eat and drink. You have to have a vaccination card. You have to well, show the, a negative uh, COVID test. Hmm. And now you have to wear a face mask. Is that right? Uh, I, I mean, it just depends on where you go. Okay. You know, so like I was in the city uh, this past weekend. We went to a restaurant. I had my mask with me. Um, I'm vaccinated. Uh, I went in. Nobody asked me for anything. Mm-hmm. Everybody wore their mask to the table. It's, it's crazy. You wear your mask mm-hmm. to the table, take it off. But everybody leaving a restaurant doesn't put their mask on. They walk out. <laughs> you know. So uh, I mean, it's it's it just depends on where you go. Mm-hmm. So personally, if you show up somewhere and they're like, "Hey, you want it?" All right, fine. I'll go to the guy down the street. If you're not vaccinated or don't want to do the COVID test. I got vaccinated because uh, I got asthma. I'm overweight. I'm old. I'm not going to have any more kids. I need all the help I can to stay alive right now. That's right. So that's why I got it. And my old lady would not leave me alone about it. Hey, so let's uh, let's talk about other automations. I, I want to talk about the, the, the things that we're doing here at Jackson Fence. Uh, I spent, spent some time with Sean Wait. King. Hey, I don't want to interrupt you, but Dylan said those rules are only for food and drink establishments. He would know. Mm-hmm. He's he's been down in the city a little more than I have, so they're only for food and drink establishments. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, your hotel, you might go downstairs in the bar, and everything's great. Nobody's doing anything or saying anything. And they probably don't care a whole lot. It's just whatever kind of ordinance. And the thing is, if you're eating or drinking, you don't have to wear a mask. So, <laughs> just have a drink. Mm-hmm. All right, so go ahead. Right, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Talk about automations. And Sean, uh, we were in Kentucky, was it last week or two weeks, two weeks ago? And man, he says he says this perfectly. You have to get out of the way. You as a business owner, Dan, you're a business owner, I'm a business owner. We have to get out of the way. And everybody has to get out of the way. Whatever your role is at the company, you got to get out of the way so that your job works and other people can do their job. Right. So Sean talked to, talks about this bottleneck and he talks about this conveyor belt. You should be able to stand there and there's a conveyor belt that runs. The conveyor belt shouldn't come to you, right? So that you're having to do every little thing, answer every little question, you know? So, man, one thing that we've been doing here, uh, I am terrible, Dan, about trying to fix everything. If somebody has an issue or problem or question, like, oh, let me stop everything that I'm doing and try to figure out your problem for you. So <laughs> we That's have been, terrible. yeah, it is. So this is a, uh, a slow a slow process i would say um but what we're doing here man is we're documenting everything how does uh, how do you enter a uh, a receipt how do you how do you how do you record a transaction in quickbooks right how do you send an invoice for a customer uh how do you answer the phone and, and set up an appointment you know we're documenting everything how do you order uh, one and three eighths top rail for the yard. 
how do you how do you um determine what inventory we need to replenish you see what i'm saying so mm -hmm. i'm trying to make all of this public information and public knowledge so that people when they have questions or when things need to happen at the end of the day man we're, we're running a freaking organization here right and um hey if we need to order some top rail let's order some top rail you know and up until now and I'm still the guy that's in order to the top row. I don't get me wrong, right? But if if we need it, I shouldn't be the only person that knows how to make it happen, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but up until now, like all a lot of stuff flows straight towards me, you know. And I'm busy, and, and I so I become the problem. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to do this. Just last week, uh, DJ he works out in our shop. He's our shop manager. He does a uh, man. He does a phenomenal job, uh, but he does this 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 process for us. It's called in, inventory replenishment. He has a clipboard, two clipboards. One is all of our inventory items. Another clipboard is all of our job supplies. Okay, every week he completes those forms, and there's a process. He knows. Like I'll give you an example. Chain link. Four foot tall, galvanized chain link. At any given time, we should always have one full pallet, which is nine rows. So we should have a bare minimum of nine rows. Usually we'll have anywhere from 10 rows to 18 rows. But the moment that we hit nine rows, that's one pallet, we trigger an order. So he knows that, right? Uh, and that's that's kind of the same process with a lot of stuff, pipe, uh, screws, et cetera, et cetera. We're doing it a little differently. Well, that's how we have it set up, and I'll be interested to hear how you have it set up. Uh, but a couple weeks ago, I noticed DJ didn't do his uh, worksheet. And I said, hey, DJ, I didn't get a worksheet from you. Um, we need to get one of those done uh, this week, and if you need help, just tell me. I'll help you. I'll find somebody to help you, whatever. And he said, hey, man, I'm out of I'm out of worksheets. I'm like, okay, I can print you some more. But for some reason, that was always my canned answer. Okay, I'll go print you some some more. I was like, no, you know what? I, yeah, go, I shouldn't. Go get some. I was like, you know what, go DJ? Hey, let's get you. Let's get Brandon. Let me show you how to find this stuff, you know? And so, dude, we freaking put the Trello board. All this information is on our Trello board. We put this information on a freaking monitor 24-7. Oh, DJ, you need, a, you need an inventory replenishment worksheet? This is where you find it. Sheena, yeah. you need a logo? This is where you find it. Brandon, uh, we need some diagrams. Yeah, that's, streamline that's what board is. That's what it is. Streamline that's it, baby. Streamline it. Hey, I need this. Oh, okay. Did you look on a Trello board? No. Well, go look. And then Shayna, I'll tell you what, what we're doing with her. Uh, man, she's freaking awesome. She's like my right hand. She knows everything about everything. Um, what does he say? This is just what business does. They have reordered. Yeah. Exactly. Reorder. Um, it's an order point is what it is. For me, chain link fabric, one full pallet, that's my order point. You know, the moment we get down to that one full pallet, that's our order point. So, all right. So, Sheena. Uh, Sheena manages our uh, our books here at the company, QuickBooks. Uh, she does, she's the office manager. Let's call Sheena the office manager. So, there's always questions coming from Sheena. Okay. And a lot of the questions that she has. It's something that I have to ask somebody else, you know. Um, 
I'll give you an example. Last week, we had a, a vendor deliver some product to us, and they're like, hey, we really need to get a check on your account. Uh, it wasn't past due. We had a certain credit limit with this company. Right. And they're like, hey, you're, you're kind of maxed out. We'll send you this stuff, but can, we, can you send a check back with the driver? Yeah, I can do that, you know? So I wrote them a check, handed it to the driver. They sent it. Today, look, and there's a process. That's not the way the process works, you know what I mean? That's not, I don't just pull out the checkbook and, and, and write a check and hand it to them. So today, I get an email from Sheena, and she says, hey, what is this check for? I'm like, hmm, okay, I know exactly what it's for, you know? I don't know how to answer it. I mean, she has an invoice in her computer system. I don't know. And I'm out in a freaking field working. You know, I don't know how to tell her, you know, where to apply it. And so instead of saying, hey, when I when I get back, we'll look at it together. That's not my answer. I emailed uh, Summer. That's that's the rep from the company. Copied Sheena. I said, hey, Summer, uh, I need you to help explain where this check is applied. In the future, please don't ask me to write a check. Send all of those requests to Sheena every time. It'll make my life easier. Well, Summer responds back to this now group email. Hey, I'm glad to help. Let me involve Mandy. So now Mandy got, got roped into this. Mandy does accounts payable. So now it's like, oh, okay. Sheena, meet Mandy. Mandy, meet Sheena. Got it. Good. Leave me out of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, I don't know. That's just the kind of stuff. I'm, I'm. It's it's small, stupid stuff. But I'm like, hey, no, you're you're here to do a job. You're hired to do a job. Let me trust you to do the job. Well, my famous saying is, I, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> hey, I, I need. Where? I don't know. You tell me. And they're like, like, well, why are you asking me? You know. I've tried to do everything I can to make it as easy as possible for y'all to yeah. find things. Right. You know, or, you know, Zach will be like, somebody needs a, a cattle gate. Oh, I couldn't price that job because I didn't know what to charge for a cattle gate. And Dylan was like, oh, that's all right. I'll take care of it. And I was like, no. The guy wants a specific type of gate. Find it. Get the price. I know exactly where to go. There's a feed, feed, uh, feed the seed store. It only wants to sell the one that this guy wants. I didn't tell him. Go figure it out. That's right. You call call, call Tractor Supply, mm -hmm. call Lowe's, call Home Depot, call the feed stores. And while you're doing that, figure out who has what gates. Right. And put it on the Trello board. So if we need a cattle gate, we know exactly who to go and where to go for it. That's right. Oh, I'll tell you another one. I got, I got asked, was it today? It was yesterday as well. I got asked about a P.O., so we ordered from Digger Specialty, right? Mm -hmm. uh, some courtyard fence, I believe, is what it was. Uh, so anyways, lead times are long right now. Supply chain has got it messed up. COVID, it's just, it's just not normal. And yeah. so I get an email today or yesterday, and it's asking about a, uh, a customer. Hey, so-and-so is, is asking about when her order will be in. That's the question asked to me. All right. Mm -hmm. Now, again, a lot of times I'm sitting here, right? I like, however, I like building fence, damn it. I like it. Good, <laughs> bad, whatever. I enjoy it. I'm away from this. I like it. That's why I look the way I look. So I get this, I get this thing. And I'm like, you know what? My 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 immediate 
response was, okay, I need to find out what the PO number was that I used. And then I need to email Miss Penny at Digger and ask her. And then when I get that answer, I can then relay that information to the person who asked me so that they can relay it to the customer. That's what went through my head immediately. And that's just damn not good thinking, you know? And so I'm not disorganized. So I, I thought about this and I, so I, re I responded and I said, okay, I'm happy to help. And these people, I think they like, they like hearing this. I'm happy to help. This is what you do. Go into the hallway, get the DSIPO clipboard. I have a clipboard that has all, everything that we've ordered numerically listed. We issue PO numbers. Mm -hmm. I said, I said, find that customer's name on that list and that PO number. Then you'll want to email Penny. Go to the Trello board, click on the DSI icon, mm -hmm. find Penny's email, send him, send her an email. She will tell you that answer, you know. And then I'll I get away from it, so I don't do the work. But also in the process, I've taught the person who asked me this how to find that information, you know. So the next time this comes up, you don't have to ask me. That's yeah. like that's like we are, man. I've got, you know, I've got diggers because uh, we buy. We Miss Penny's our our, our uh, inside girl too. That's right. And if you can pull diggers up in Job Nimbus, just type in diggers, and it'll say, um, I think digger sales or whatever. It's got Miss Penny's direct line. It's got her email. You can email her straight from there. Guess what? If you go to my Trello board, I got the DSI logo card. You click on it. Guess what? It's got Miss Penny's name, phone number, email. Scott Jarrett's name, female uh, email, phone number. The Georgia plants, uh, phone number, and the guy who schedules the deliveries. Don't don't ask me, you know. <clears throat> so, uh, but look, you know, I wanted to say something about inventory. Uh, um, oh, Thomas Trello board, just just it's a. It, it's phenomenal, man. I need it. Thomas, you and I need to get together, man. Um, Thomas has been in my inbox about automation. He's got a lot of questions. He's got job members. Thomas, you and I need to do a screen share. I'm going to show you this automation. I'm going to show you my Trello board. Hey, Dan, let's try this. Well, take us completely off. There you go. Hey, is it? Is it? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you fine. And the funny thing about my Trello board, I shared it with 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 uh, Cannon. Mm -hmm. So Cannon's on my Trello board. He could go rummaging through it if he wanted. Yeah, this is and this is this is Jackson Fence. Hey Thomas, I don't want to get stuck in the in the mud here, but to give you an idea, you said, "Hey, what is Trellis?" It's it's called Trello, uh, T R E L O O. I don't know if you can see this very well, um, but it's called Trello. And so what it is, man, it's a digital. I would call it like a bulletin board, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's it's just a it's just an organized um, library, time. if you will, um, using pictures and words and files. So, um, you know, when I was saying about Digger, like, look here, I have a uh, this is a list of of a lot of our vendors, and on our list we have these little cards. We have Digger, we got SPS, we got Capital and a bellum, et cetera, et cetera. So when I got that question about the PO, when is it coming in? Uh, I knew this card existed. And now I said, hey, contact Penny. So right here, fencing, 
we have Penny's extension. Here's the phone number. Here's Penny's extension. And then there's Penny's email address. So anything that any person that we need to contact with DSI, we have their information here readily available all the time. Um, we man, are, we, man. Look, if we need to order workwear, mm -hmm. it used to be I had to talk deal with it. I had to send over the vector file, the logos. The, man, I had to put now, it here. Yeah. Yeah. So now, so now I've got it in my Trello board on the company information. You go down to backyard print and click it. I have the exact item number that we get, the sizes that we buy, the 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 height and the width of the logo, which logo we're using, everything. You literally just have to copy, paste, and email it to them and go, hey, we need 20 of these. That's it. And anybody can do it. Dylan can do it. Kirsten can do it. Zach can do it. So a travel board here's, is a great thing, man. Here's a uh, – hey, look, Dan, here's our 811 card. Mm -hmm. uh, here's another thing. I was out of town a few weeks ago. Kristen was with me. We were on vacation. Uh, had a couple of jobs we had not caught our locates in on. Mm -hmm. um, and David, so I think, might have been you out of town. Work for you yeah, got your work for that? Yeah, the process? Yeah, it's just how to do it, right? And so <laughs> we called back to the office. For, hey, we need y'all to call some 811s in. Well, we've never done that before. Okay, great. Go to Trello. Click 811. There's a there's a step by step how to you know how to do mm -hmm. it, um, and I don't know man it's just saved our butt time and time and time again. So well, yeah, that's what I got Kirsten doing right now. Kirsten is taking all the automation we're doing, mm -hmm. the text verbiage and the email verbiage, and she has a, a a column just for our leads board, and then she has a card for every column in the leads board. Mm -hmm. And in each column is the email and text verbiage in that card. So if for some reason I have to manually send an automation, I just go to my Trello board, boom, copy, paste, text it. It's it's great. But look, I wanted I wanted to touch base on um, on on how how we're doing inventory, and it's been working well. We just started recently doing it. We use a spreadsheet to figure our material. Uh, shout out to Colin, uh, Colin Shank, Shank, Shank. I, I don't know, I, I can't think, but Sean King's son, yeah, Schneck. Is that how you say it? Mm -hmm. Colin helped us build a um, a really good foundation for a spreadsheet where I literally just go in and type in footages under different types of fencing, whether it's cedar, pine, four foot, six foot, eight foot, shadow box, privacy, picket, whatever. And at the bottom, it's just got a list and it just gives me all the items that I need. Down to, we put in how many nails we use per board, uh, how many screws we use per gate. So it'll tell me you need 85, two and a half inch deck screws. You know what I'm talking about. That's it. And we've tweaked it since we've gotten it. Well, Dylan built another spreadsheet that is married to that one. And every time we get a customer that signs on, I type in the customer's name. And then I go along and I type in how many feet of each type of fence, how many singles, how many doubles, how much leaning fence, if they got leaning fence, how many feet of capping they need. Mm -hmm. And at the top of that spreadsheet, I know for every job I got out there what I need. So if I want to make a big purchase because prices drop, I'd be like, hey, right now what I got, I need, I need uh, you know, 12,000 fence boards. Let's order 12 grand. Let's order 12,000. Or... What we've been doing is, is we've separated the spreadsheet 
to where I can drag them up into what I'm going to do over the next month. And it gives me the totals of what I need just for the next month. So my guy, Zach, he literally goes around my yard with his phone and records. And he stops and he goes to the ends of the 4x4s and he's like, we got two and a half bundles of 4x4s. I stopped the video and I'm like, all right, 65 is 130. All right, this is how many we got. We need this many. All right, we got to order this many. So now I don't have all this material sitting in my yard because I don't know what I need. I'm ordering exactly what I need one month at a time. And it's worked out amazingly well. Because before, I'm, oh, you know, give me 30 gate kits. Give me, you know, 20, 20 uh, handsets. Give me 20 drop rods. Now I know I got 15 on the shelf and I only got 18 gates this month. I really only need to buy three. Not right. Right. And as long as I group that into my order, I'm going to get my discount. Mm -hmm. And that's how we've been doing it. It's easy. So I only have to deal with inventory once a month because the spreadsheet tells me exactly how many nails I need. So I know there's, uh, you know, there's uh, 12 rolls to a case, right? 3,600 3, nails to a case. So I know exactly how many cases of nails I need. You know, there's 25 three-inch nails to a clip. I need X amount of clips. I know how many clips are in a box. Oh, I only need to buy two boxes. Hey, uh, speaking of nails, I just want to put a plug in. If anybody needs nails, shoot me a message. I can hook you up with freaking nails for the cheap, cheap, cheap. So uh, <laughs> we buy... Um, we, we shoot one and three quarter inch nails mostly. Uh -huh. um, ring shank. We like the Matabo, the name brand stuff. We use Matabo guns. Um, but we buy we buy we buy nails by the pallet. Um, and right now I've got two. I probably got too much. I can sell you some myself. Um, but I can put you in contact with our sales rep. We uh, we deal with a guy from Southern Carlson. Uh, super easy. And Look, last year, Dan, we stopped going to Home Depot. We stopped going to Lowe's. We stopped going to places. We still we still buy from these places, right? Uh, yeah, we don't. But, but yeah, the whole every day we need this or hey, we gotta have some concrete anchors. Well, let's go to Lowe's. That those days are done. You know, we buy three inch screws, big boxes, deck screws, one and five eighths. We buy long lag screws for gates. You know, we we got probably ten or twelve different SKUs that we uh, order quantity, just 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 fasteners. You know, and we want all yeah. that stuff brought to us. We bring the concrete in, everything. That, that's that's probably been one of the biggest things that we changed last year is that we stopped going to the store to pick stuff up. It's just a, a freaking, and I'm not even talking about just sending sending crews to the store. Like nobody should go to the store. Just a waste of time. You know. Uh, yeah, we, we quit going to those a couple years now. We quit right in the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. So, I mean, how it's been, what, two years now? year and right. a half or so? We, we, uh, we, Alan, we, we haven't uh, been. But I will say this about these nails. Mm -hmm. Remember, you and I talked about it. You're like, Dan, I got this nail guy. You buy a pallet of nails. Um, you get a free nail gun or whatever, whatever kind of deals they got. You know, those guys are salesmen, they wheel and deal. Um, mm -hmm. I took those prices and I went to my local guy. I'm a big buy local. I went to my local guy and said, look, man, I hate to do this to you, but this is what I got going on. 
and my my local guy's price was here your guy's price was here my local guy said you know what i can do it for this and i was like well and he goes how about if i do it for that you don't have to buy a pallet okay perfect so now i'm not tying up all that money i'm paying just a little bit more i'm helping a local guy who also now that i buy my nails from him if I got a gun that's broke, I give it to him, give it to him. He gives me one to loan out while he fixes this one. And he only charges me parts of the labor. Man, I love it, man. I, I, I love that idea. If you if you've got somebody local that you can work with, and that's is it I don't know. My my biggest problem is like so many local companies. I love them, I want to support them, but I'm not gonna support them at the determinate like you know if it's detrimental to, to us running our operation you know what i mean I, yeah i mean if there's a big dollar amount difference well I, mean, I buy all my shirts local i do all my printing local yeah but all those people are putting out fence cane fence cane fence cane yeah. to their customers because i do everything with them hey man I printers I, I, I like it dan we we get our we get our hats and stuff it's all local uh i will say this though and i hate it Printers, like if I need some brochures or business cards, man, it is like pulling teeth to get somebody. And we go to Vistaprint, man. It's quick, it's easy, it's fast. I can save it in my portfolio when I want it. I click the button three days later, boom, we get cards, yeah. you know. And that's worth a lot to me. So that's how my printer is. I got them all on the file. And I can say, hey, I need business card 176098. I need thousand of them. You know, if you yeah, got somebody that's on it like that, man, more power to you, more power to you. Yeah. Um, anyway, hey, Alan, uh, 805. Hey, Alan, shoot me a message and I will partner you up with my guy, TJ. Um, and he can, he can, he can start sending nails your way. So, hey, all of our nails come from TJ Southern Carlson. I'm happy to share that contact information. He's a great dude and it's easy. So. Uh, but yeah, Dan, it's 805, man. Yeah, man. Look, this automation. I've got uh I was on the I was on the phone with Kirsten and we literally went through every single one and I got all these notes. I still got probably 10, 15 more automations to do to have all my stuff smooth and running. And I tell you what, it's nice. It's really, really nice, guys. And it's nice to have a VOIP, which is a voice over IP. So Verizon doesn't own my, my cell phone number that I've run my business off of. Simply ports it into them. Everything runs to them. It's tied to my CRM, emails, texts, flying out, and all that information is dropping underneath my customer's activity. I can pull up Cannon Johnson right now and tell you what text he's gotten, what emails he's gotten. I even record every phone call. I had a guy the other day said, I didn't say that. I said, well, uh, hold on. You know what? Let me get back to you. I called him back and said, look, I just got finished listening to the uh, the recording, and you said this, this, and this. If you like, I can email that to you. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. So processes and procedures are a huge thing, and I'm already preparing for the next hurricane. I'm literally making a workflow just for the hurricane it's on my list so next time we have a tornado tropical storm hurricane whatever the case might be 
um, we'll just make that board active and everybody will just reroute into that board and everything's going to flow. Verbiages are going to be right. Texts are going to be ready to roll. So I'm preparing. So early bird gets to learn, right? Dan, you got some of the best freaking processes there are. And I'm so glad that you're my friend and that you do all this work to figure it out. And then you're like, hey, man, let me turn you on. So, yeah, I got Mark's supposed to be coming down. Mark Olson said he's going to come swing by during Fence Tech because he's got job members and I need him to see how I'm working and how we're bidding jobs without going out to them and how we're getting people to pay us to do that, mm-hmm. to go out to the job, you know. So no other company's charging for estimates, and we're out there, got people every day, $50, like text messages. We just paid, you know. Hey, I paid. Kirsten drops them in the $50 link paid, and guess what? They get a text and an email. Well, they get a text. She emails them an invoice paid. And then my, my salesman, he gets a task on his calendar. Cannon Johnson has paid his $50 uh estimate fit and he gets an email so now he's like oh i know i got i got some people i gotta go and he pulls it up on the board and it's on the and it's on the board i mean this is what our boards look like these are all cards just waiting to be moved from from wherever they need to be moved just move them around if i drop it in here somebody's getting a text and an email in six minutes you know, Job Nimbus was a uh, Job Nimbus was a was a CRM like originally built for roofing companies. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I say I say we get so many uh, fence contractors in there that we change their whole mission. You know. Well, you know it's funny. I've, I'm, I'm not. I'm kind of patting myself on the back here, but we uh, Kirsten called. Uh, I mean, Dylan called simply for something. We had an issue. Oh, that's the other thing with the automation. Let me tell you what this phone system does that we learned today. And I see Mark Olson watching. Mark, you're going to love this. Zach's on the phone with a customer who didn't want to pay $50 for us to come out. Ah, I got somebody coming out tomorrow. You know, uh, I'll let you know how it goes. I don't want to pay. Zach said, all right. So Dylan said, wait a second. So Dylan set up a text message to go out 10 o'clock in the morning the day after and put a timer on it 10 o'clock in the morning the guy gets a text and i think the text said hey zach i'm just following up now this is an automation he literally just typed this text up and put a timer on it for it not to send till 10 o'clock on thursday or wednesday whatever day today is the guy gets the text and he responds with the estimate didn't go so well. Can you send me over the link so I can get y'all paid to come out and give me an estimate? <laughs> <laughs> I look at Dylan and I'm like, it just keeps getting better. And we only pay four cents, four cents per automated text. So Dylan and I figured it, and it's costing us about 50 cents in automations for the average workflow. From the time they call and we send them to the virtual fence designer and they get a follow-up and then you know we move them along i think they did two follow-ups for the entire process and it was it was it was maybe under 50 cents dylan told me today mm-hmm. when he did the math on it. how much are you paying per click on google 
and they're just looking at your listing. They're not going through your workflow, learning your processes and procedures, learning your professionalism. Exactly. Seeing what your company has to offer. Hey, I'll pay four cents. And, and, and email automation is free. It's the text message, the automated text message for cents. Exactly. Exactly. And the guys are like, yeah, man, we had a couple fence guys call. You know? <laughs> Blake Bayham with fence guys was uh was um uh, he was on the phone with Simply because he's getting hooked up with them. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah. Damn with the fence game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So evidently there's some fence guys that are calling and getting on this system and it, and it just works great, man. It's it's a freaking phenomenal system. And Matt Schaefer says he's going to what does he say? Do a trial run? Yeah, he's gonna do a trial on Nimbus from listening to you clowns and, and listen. Olsen. I'm gonna tell you something, man. You can't just put your toes in the water. And and honestly, the the, the program is so layered. What is a trial, Nan? Seven days, thirty days? So I think it's seven. You ought to know. You did a trial, remember? I didn't do a trial. Did I? Yeah, I thought you did the trial. Listen, you can't you can't decide if you like it or not from a trial. You know what I mean? There's I'm so much. Tell you right now, you're not you're gonna like it, but then when you start building this thing, you're gonna be like, oh my god. Yeah, that's right. Uh, what if Mark, Mark Olson says, I'm not sure if the four cents can get past Cannon's defense. I don't be spending no money. <laughs> In fact, the only reason I'm talking about job Nevis is because I'm hoping they'll pick up the phone and call us and be like, hey, man, listen, I really like what you have to say and do. And <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We're just going to let you run the system. And you just tell all your friends uh, about how good it is. So, uh and then why do you I want to absolutely help? decide if you like it from a trial, but trust me, you're not going to hate it unless you're an idiot. There, I said it. Marcos. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how long the trial is. There's some setup work to do. You know what I mean? And, the, and to me, like, if it's not set up, it's just yeah. a, a OneDrive almost. You know is what I mean? Is it just me or are you picturing Mark right now sitting down what a cat. on the couch with his beat up pet and a cat? I don't know who's sending him that stuff, man, but it's amazing. It's amazing. Oh, man. Well, look, I got to go. Pepper had to go somewhere after work. She just got home. I got to go, man. So good talking to you guys. Hey, man. Love you. We'll try, to, we'll try to have this show up on the uh, YouTube channel and on the podcast. I think it takes Kelvin a couple days to do that, get it all together. Well, he's about what thirty six hours ahead of us or behind us? Uh, uh, I don't know. I know two, three in the morning. He's like, I just got up, or so I don't know. I don't know what time yeah. it is where he's at. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> all right, guys, thank you. Go like us on Keep Facebook. Keep on fencing. That's right. Oh, hey, hey, yeah. hey, hey! One, one, one more thing. One more thing. One more thing. Fence tech. Fence tech. Fence tech. Fence tech. Dan, listen. I'll be there. I promised Zach Payton I would say this. Look, oh, there yeah. is a there's a whole block of rooms. If everybody wants to get together, this just freaking makes sense. It's a whole block of rooms at the Marriott in New Orleans. Like 30 or 40 rooms that yeah, need to be. He, yeah, he put a link up. You can use his. Uh, yeah, I, let his me find a link. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we need to post that link in the comments for you guys. Um, Dylan, I got to talk to Dylan. I think we, uh, 
our Airbnb's got a little extra room. I think he was going to be like, hey, somebody, you know, can come down here, but they don't have the money for the room and everything. We're going to offer up some space. I just got to figure out what that is. Yeah. Because we want you to come, man. Because I don't know if I'm going to be there every night. <clears throat> so there'll yep. be. And hey, we're gonna log off, but um, but but tell us in the comments where you're staying. Uh, but we do want you to stay at the Marriott. Oh, I forgot, Ken Ken Throckmorton, bring your signs, boys. Ken will be walking around with signs in his jacket. He pulls those little signs out. You saw him up at Matt Warner's place. He was oh. a sign man. He was whipping out signs left and right. All right, Dan. I have. I have to stay. Stay with me here, just a little bit longer. Let me get this. I see here. it. What you copy and pasted it? Oh, damn! It did show up. Okay. Yeah, we have extra rooms on a block at the Marriott at Fence Tech. Use the link below. Perfect. All right, man. I gotta go. And Zach said, "Whoever stays there, there, he'll pick up their tab at the bar." <laughs> right. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's on there. It's be pretty hefty. All right, guys. Hey, see you. Keep on fencing, brother. Keep on fencing, fellas. Yeah. Bye.